The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house. Sideline. Pylon. Touchdown. And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome in. Into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined alongside by my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. Head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by Solomon Brothers Jewelers. That is right. Hopefully you had an amazing Christmas, a happy holiday season, and you made it better by heading on over to Solomon Brothers Jewelers to get your significant other an amazing piece of jewelry. And guess what? There is still time left. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day coming up. So if you're thinking about popping the question in a very romantic way, make it extremely special by heading on over to Solomon Brothers Jewelers. They have two top-rated jewelry stores One's in Buckhead, 17th floor tower place. The other is in Alpharetta, just past the Avalon. And best thing about Solomon Brothers Jewelers is it's for anyone with any budget, big or small, and you can make your budget go further. If you mention punt and pass or just mention Drew and Aaron, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. Solomon Brothers has the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds. Guarantee they offer interest-free financing, custom jewelry design, lifetime diamond upgrades there's no place better at solomon brothers on instagram solomonbrothers.com aaron i'm sure you had a great christmas and a great holiday i know i did jackie got some solomon brothers jewelry which she obviously was thrilled about so big time brownie points for drew i'm sure uh you came out successful as well oh yes yeah. sharon got hers so uh your boy now now i can start now the football season's almost okay. over i can start squeezing this golf time because yeah. she got some fancy gear Popping on her wrist right now. So, uh, yes, great Christmas for the Murray household. I know you got a, a completely rearranged basement yeah. of a uh, fairyland, I've heard. <laughs> Princess stuff galore, dolls everywhere, bounce houses. We had a uh, we had a ton of fun this weekend, so all good. It's Monday morning. We're back in the fold. College football playoff is on Friday. We got bowls left and right which I'm obviously fired up about. So let's just start right there. Obviously, COVID continues to dominate the news. Three bowl games have already been canceled. 
the Sun Bowl, Miami had to back out, the Military Bowl, the Hawaii Bowl was canceled on Christmas Eve, unfortunately, the Fenway Bowl, a couple of others are kind of up in the air right now. It's just the reality of the situation, so clearly people are looking at the Orange Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, which of course are the college football playoff semifinal games, and saying, how can you mitigate the risk? Make sure that these kids don't get it. It's everywhere, this new variant, sick or not, if you get tested and you're positive, 10-day COVID protocols unless you test out. So Georgia arrived in Miami yesterday, and it seems like they're in pretty good health. Everybody was wearing masks. They get down there. I don't know what the testing protocol is like. I know the beat reporters will get a chance to speak to the teams today. Um, anything you're hearing? It seems like everything's um, scheduled as planned as of right now. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. We, we Obviously, we heard the news last week with JT and Pickens, but I think they I think, I think Pickens I tested out. I think they uh, have they tested out. I think Pickens has tested out reportedly. Yeah, I, I haven't heard about JT. JT should be good to go for the game. So I think he should be based on the timing. I think he should be tested out or get through the 10 days before Friday night. So I think we will have a backup quarterback so people can bitch and moan about how he could be the starter and should be out there in the second half. <laughs> yeah. So that's good news. So, yeah, everything seems very quiet right now. I was I was a little shocked because what I thought I was reading last week when the when the articles came out about the the playoffs and and the national championship and how you know teams could forfeit and maybe they could push back the championship game to the 14th if need be. I thought I read in there and correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, that if if teams did not have to go down yes. five days in advance, so I was kind of shocked yesterday. Georgia went on Sunday and didn't wait 48 hours to head down to Miami. What's, what, what do you think the reasoning for that? I don't know if I, I haven't seen any reasoning. I haven't seen any reasoning either. Yeah, we talked about that on last week's episode. So the college football bowls came out and said, hey, you guys don't have to come down five days early. All you would need to do is come down 48 hours yep. prior to kickoff. I think you and I said, hey, if Kirby has the chance to keep the guys in Athens for as long as he can, he'll take it. You don't want to let these guys. Athens is dead right now. Yeah, right? you don't want to no let these guys kids. run down on South Beach, but they showed up yesterday. And it seems like the entire team is down there i don't think jt is down there yet because he had tested positive i don't know about pickens um i haven't read that deep into a lot of the articles that came out this morning but i was surprised as well what would the reasoning be i don't know create some normalcy within the week um get those guys down in miami get them acclimated to the more humid temperatures even though it's 75 in atlanta i had to turn my ac on last night um you know what i can think maybe so yeah, I, why? I can tell you what I can tell you one thing that they're not going to be out on South Beach like that. that the hotel is going to be locked down. Yeah, of course. Maybe in their mind, it's a little bit easier to lock down the guys in a hotel in Miami than say if you're letting them go back to their dorms and houses in Atlanta and in, in, in Athens. Unless you're like, OK, guys, we're going to be in a hotel in, in Athens, which kind of seems pointless. Yeah. So maybe OK, yeah, we go down there. We get used to the temperature. Um, we get the traveling over with. And the only places you're going to go to are the meeting rooms in the hotel, your room, the dining area, and practice. And that is it. There's yeah. no exploring South Beach. There's no going out. There's no going out to dinners with your boys, none of that. So maybe he feels like he can keep them corralled a little bit easier inside the hotel there in Miami. I don't know. That, that may, that, that's the only thing that comes to my mind. I, I, I was almost positive when we brought it up last week when the rules came out that there's no way that they're going to head anywhere near before 48 hours, but they're there now getting ready to go. 
Yeah, no, I look, I totally agree with you. And maybe it's like a player morale type thing. You know, maybe the coaching staff got together and say, hey, these guys have worked their tails off all season long. They've made it to the college football playoff semifinal game. We get to go down to Miami for the Orange Bowl. Let's reward them. Surely they can keep their hands on some of the outside circumstances, like you're saying, Aaron. You know, Gant is working overtime when those curfew times hit to make sure that these guys are in the hotel. And last night, per social media, you saw that they did get to do a bowl game activity. It looked like they went on cruise out in south beach they had dinner on a boat looked pretty awesome and then they all go back to the players lounge inside the hotel i saw some quotes this morning of the guys pretty much just saying hey we all understand that this variant is everywhere we're 98 or 90 percent back 99 vaccinated we're all wearing masks sometimes that still doesn't work enough to keep the variant out we're just gonna hang with each other at the lounge, but still enjoying the week. I, I think that is big for player morale. I think that is yep. big to keep guys in some sort of consistent um, process leading up to game time. And I don't know about Michigan. Is Michigan down there yet? I, I have no idea. I don't know. I tell you what, the, those player lounges nowadays are oh. freaking sweet. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know what Georgia's looks like. I, I've been to a few covering bowl games, obviously, when you and I are there, and, and they've just gotten better and better. I mean, you got like, 80 90 inch TVs everywhere with PlayStations and Xboxes hooked up. You got uh, full on bars of oh, yeah. food, oh, yeah. and Powerade, and and couches and other game. I mean, it's like bowl, uh, not bowling, but like um, air hockey and 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 ping pong. So like, it is a good way to keep your team together to have some fun. Where it's not like if you are in Athens, where it's like, okay, guys, come to practice go back to your dorm or go back to your hotel or go back to uh, your house. Yeah. At least you are getting a chance to be together as a team this week and then find ways like you alluded to schedule events where it's just the team. We are somewhat out on the town, but in a safe way and can enjoy ourselves a little bit. Like, listen, it's not the normal go to South beach orange bowl, orange bowl kind of week, but (laughs) something's better than nothing. And and I think like you alluded to too. I mean these these kids are smart enough too, man. They're not going to screw up their opportunity yeah. to play in the Orange Bowl, and they're not going to screw up an opportunity to play in the Natty. No, you're totally right. Uh, Michigan is there. I'm looking it up right now. They got to Miami on Christmas Day, so the team is down there. Good for them. I mean, and good for the Orange Bowl. I, I think that's important too. The teams are there. Obviously, they're going to do everything in their power uh, to not mess it up from a player perspective. And I think the smartest way to do that. Is just don't test these kids if they're not sick. I mean, that's pretty much what it's. Do they take. have to though? Like, if you're I don't not, think so. I think it was vaccinated, and you're not showing symptoms. Do you have to test? I think what they said, what the college football playoff committee said, is all the teams have to do is continue their testing protocol that they used in season. So I think that is right. If you're vaccinated and asymptomatic, you're not going to get tested. So it seems like these guys should be in pretty good shape to make sure that they play on Friday. I mean, that's really soon, right? So this is a Tuesday. Today is a Tuesday and a usual week. Uh, It's a work day for these guys. You know, Wednesday, you're going to put your third down and your red zone stuff in. And then Thursday is just tighten it up, walk through, um, Get ready well, to roll. I think the message has to be too. The message isn't like, okay, let's just suck it up this week. We're in my, we're in South Beach. We got to be good. It's if we win this, you also have to understand there's one more game yeah. to go. Yeah. So it can't be like, oh my god, we got to Friday, we won the game, now we can breathe. It's no, it's it's not only do you have to prepare for the national championship, you also have to keep doing these little things right. Yeah. To make sure that you don't test positive or show any symptoms if you are vaccinated going forward. So, I. 
these are 18 to 22 year old kids. Let's not forget this. They make stupid decisions. I made a ton of stupid decisions. I'm 32 and I still make stupid decisions. Still make stupid decisions. (laughs) So to think nothing is going to go wrong, you'd be crazy to think that. You can only just sit back, hope, and pray if you're a Georgia fan that these kids <laughs> control, the, control the hormones as much as they can the next two weeks. Um, before we get on to some other news and notes, uh, thoughts on Dan Landing? I mean, it's being rep- – I mean, not reported, but it's just being heavily looked after that, yes, he is now the head coach at Oregon, but I, I saw an article today that he's calling the defense. Like, of course he is. He's still a defensive coordinator. I don't know why people are making a big deal about this. He's locked in. I mean, he ain't worried about Oregon right now. Maybe at 11 p.m. he shoots out a couple of text messages to some possible yep. recruits. But, um, you know, he wants to win a national championship. I saw how much his bone. I mean, if he wins a national championship, he gets like an extra $700,000. It's insane what Dan Laney can get if Georgia were to win the Orange Bowl in the national championship. Believe me, people, he's locked in. I don't necessarily think that's a big deal whatsoever. Do you? No, no, no. I think, I think, and I've talked to some players, and and I think I've seen some stuff from Kirby that you know when he's in the building, it's Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. When it's time to go home, and it's eleven o'clock at night, kind of like what you're saying. And if he wants to shoot a couple emails or do some stuff on his own time, yeah, he's allowed to. Of course. But when he's in the building and the G's on his chest. He's fully committed to getting ready to go for this game and then getting ready to go for the national championship. Yeah. If he wasn't, and if there was any hesitation, he would not be there right now because they got plenty of guys on staff. I mean, they got Muschamp. Kirby's a, a defensive mind. You know, I think that's helping bridge maybe some issues, but I'm sure a conversation was had. Listen, are you in or not? And if you are, yeah, these are the expectations. And if you're not, there's nothing wrong with it. We completely understand you're going to be a a head coach at Oregon. Like we all wish you well, but don't let that hinder us from winning a national championship. So I, I, the the conversation's been had, he's focused, he's ready to go. I anticipate this defense to go there and kick some ass. Aaron says, uh, Dan Lanning fully committed to Georgia. I agree. I agree. Hey, if you're fully committed to your significant other, head on over to Solomon brothers jewelers absolutely new year's eve is this friday new year's day is saturday if you're going to pop the question and make 2022 the best one ever start at solomon brothers jewelers they have the biggest selection the best quality and the lowest prices and in-store experience that is totally unmatched two awesome locations one in buckhead one in alpharetta lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds guaranteed if you mention drew and aaron or punt and pass you get 10 percent off your jewelry purchase solomonbrothers.com at Solomon Brothers on Instagram. They're the best. They are the best. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. 
And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout metro atlanta jim ellis automotive where you can always expect the best all right florida lost to central florida in the gasparilla bowl down in your hometown of tampa florida ugly game florida could not get anything going on offense emory jones i thought he was going to kind of have his going out party if you will you mentioned that ucf could be a great landing spot for him as he is now in the transfer portal tough tough look for florida obviously billy napier coming out as the new head coach since that project is done the dan mullen project is done now but i don't know man uh, that was just a bad bad look for the gators you knew that they wanted to win that one for bragging rights and you see it that place was packed it was the first ever sold out gasparilla bowl at raymond jane stadium that used to be played in tropicana field but um yeah i don't know bad Not look for look. the gators i mean the season they had which was awful. Ooh. You fire head coach. You're six and six. You had to beat Florida State to get into the bowl game. And then you lose to UCF, yeah. your, your, your quote unquote supposed little brother. Uh, and not just lose, you lost by double digits, looked like crap doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a little shocked. Um, you know, Emery, this was his big last hoorah to, to, to really put on some good tape before he hit the portal. This does not help his case. I still think he'll land up somewhere fine. And I think UCF still could be a possible landing spot for him. Um, but this is a situation now when you look at Florida, you look at their season, you look at the way it ended, you look at who they have coming back next year, who's leaving, and then who they have coming in when it comes to recruiting. And we all know that the recruiting struggles they've had this season, Yeah. this gap between Florida and Kentucky is huge. What a, <laughs> you love Kentucky. What about Jack Miller transferring to Florida from Ohio state? Look, I he mean, get us in play. I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, yeah, it, it, <laughs> they, they add Kentucky. depth. They add depth to a position they need. Yeah. Especially because you never know what's going to happen at, at the quarterback spot. And, and and obviously we've seen Anthony Richardson can't make it through a week of a football game. So you may need to get a couple more guys in the transfer portal. But to me right now, the second signing day, and I know there's not a lot of kids that haven't committed already. So it's going to be tough. They better hit it out of the park as much as they can, and they got to do what Tennessee did. They got to hit the transfer portal and they got to win, because yeah, the issue is like if they go have a, a crappy year next year and they're like seven and five, that's not going to help recruiting. Kids no. don't want to go to Florida just because they have a new head coach who's good at recruiting. They want to go somewhere to go win championships. And if Florida's six and seven this year and seven and five next year, you ain't building jack anything. Yeah, you're not building anything. So I just feel bad for this new coaching staff, man. They are inheriting a program that is heading in the wrong direction fast. And everyone in the SEC East is heading in the right direction. Kentucky. All right. Tennessee, yeah. Georgia. I mean, Florida's about to get left in the dust. Oh, about to get left in the dust, Aaron Murray says. I mean, if you look at what's happening 
uh, I would be hard pressed to be convinced otherwise. You know, you and I talked about Mike Bobo, obviously, who was the offensive coordinator at Auburn. Now he's no longer there. Will or will he not be on the support staff at Georgia? His son Drew just committed and signed to be a Georgia Bulldog. I would have to guess that Coach Bobo probably will be on the support staff at Georgia. That will probably be announced after college football playoff or the national championship respectively but another name that was at an sec school recently a guy that you and i both played with who was the interim defensive coordinator for the florida gators who we are talking about currently was christian robinson christian robinson a damn good dog former defensive captain at university of georgia he put out a tweet essentially saying hey i love my time at florida on to new things he's not going to be retained by billy napier's staff and look as you and i do research and prep for the punt and pass podcast we get out there and we try to look about what the people are talking about what are they saying on the message boards what are the beat writers writing about around southeastern conference and i saw one thing aaron that just blew me away i absolutely love message board fodder i said there's no way this can be true is this true and there was a thread on a message board that says will georgia reach out to christian robinson meaning let's get him in the fold so i click on the thread i start reading it and i see this reply to the thread the thread is simply will georgia reach out to christian robinson here is what a reply said i don't know c rob and kirby smart have a strained relationship from what i know Christian was visiting with some friends in town, Aaron Murray and Ty Fricks. That's you, Aaron, the guy I'm talking to. A couple of years ago in the offseason, they were at Polly's, a great establishment downtown Athens. Well, the only truth in this story <laughs> is that we were at Polly's. Don't say that. <laughs> yes. I mean, how many times? You guys were at Polly's every night. C Rob was texting and talking with a couple of current players at Georgia, and Kirby did not like this, and they had a heated text exchange. This alleged incident was when C-Rob had just started out at Florida. I've heard this from multiple people who are friends with Ty Fricks, Aaron Murray, Drew Butler, and Christian Robinson. So now my name's in the mix, too. Aaron, I've never heard this story. Please, is this true or not? This is hilarious. I laughed out loud when I read it. No, it is not true. Um, maybe <laughs> because so we great. were we we were a couple deep at Paulie's with crepes and, uh, and, and some adult beverages yes. that I don't remember or not. But like I said, I think the only truth to this story is that there was a 95% chance that you would catch us at Polly's. Oh, yeah. Hanging out, having a couple drinks. That, that was that was our <laughs> go-to spot the last couple of years and then post-UGA. Uh, so that that is about the extent of it. That's hilarious. But I'm sure – I mean, listen, I'm sure Kirby wasn't happy if Christian was on a different staff and he was around – current UGA players with the rules that are going on now. Yeah. I rules can see how they can rub him wrong. But to my knowledge, and um, you know, I may have to ask Christian this eventually, and then I may I'll let you know next week on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I do not think there was any kind of altercation over the phone about C Rob being in Polly's in Athens between him and Kirby. <laughs> it's just so great. I know of. of course. I, not, I, I I plead the fifth here. I do yeah. not know. Another reply was, these are the same dudes from Coach Rick's late years that are butthurt about the way things went down with Rick. C-Rob, Artie, Hudson, just to name a few. They'll bash the program whenever they get the chance. I mean, I love it. There's nothing better. I love Georgia football. I love dog fans. They are the best. They are the best. Speaking of the best, what about the best games before the college football playoff? Some pretty decent matchups this week. It's a great week. The Alamo Bowl, Oregon versus Oklahoma, two brand-new coaching staffs coming in hot. I think the Birmingham Bowl might be interesting tomorrow. Houston against Auburn. What is Auburn going to look like? Bo Nix is not playing, right? 
He's hurt and he's I not think playing. Houston, I think yeah. Houston kicks their butt. All right, that's a good little tip. The Liberty Bowl, Auburn Texas Tech versus good. Mississippi State, oh. the Mike Leach Bowl, and then the Peach Bowl, Pitt versus mm-hmm. Michigan State. So let's do this. Auburn's a two-point favorite against Houston. Oh, I'm picking Houston. Auburn, Okay. one, TJ Finley, you know how I feel about him. Yep. Uh, two, they've had a couple guys opt out. Like, they, that's, like I think three of their top guys have opted out of this game. Um, so they don't want to be there. They don't want to play in this game. They, their quarterback's terrible. Their offense is terrible. Houston, I think Houston's a good football team. I think Houston wins this game. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State, Texas Tech, I think it's going to be an awesome game. I think Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a lot of points. I'll take Mississippi State. You'll lay the nine-and-a-half. Yeah, I will. I think their defense is is Texas Tech has no defense. I mean, god-awful defense. Uh, I think Mississippi State – with with Will Rogers with Mike a pretty Leach darn Bowl. good defense, I'll take him in that one. Oklahoma against Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. I remember growing up, like in high school too, the Alamo Bowl used to always have really good games. Sure. Always would have good matchups in the Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma's a four and a half point favorite against Oregon. I'll I don't take know. Oklahoma. Yeah, I think I, I like is, Oregon too. Oregon's soft. So exposed. Charmin soft. I like yes. Oklahoma too. I would lay the four and a half there. And then uh, Michigan State, a two and a half point favorite against the Kenny Pickett list Pitt Panthers because Pickett yeah. opted out and he's heading to the draft, right? So yeah, I'll, for that reason alone, I'm going with with Michigan State. And I mean, Kenneth if, if Walker Kenny is playing, playing, right? He he would he would slice up that defense, Michigan State. But without your star QB, who's been your team, I I don't feel good about it. So you like Houston plus two, laying nine and a half with Mississippi yep. State, laying four and a half with Oklahoma, and laying two and a half with Michigan State. What's a Tennessee game? I, I think Tennessee game could be pretty good. Tennessee versus Purdue. Let me look at that line right now. I think five and a half. I'm seeing Tennessee five and a half. And that's the Music City Bowl up in Nashville. Yeah, I like Tennessee in that one too. Laying five and a half. Yes. You think they can hang it up on Purdue, huh? I do. All right. I like that. I like Houston as well. I think that could be a game of the year type situation tomorrow. I just don't see how Auburn, I mean, I know it's in Birmingham. It'll be a very pro Auburn crowd, but without Bo Nix, no more coach Bobo, TJ Finley. I I don't know. And and we all know Harson wanted to call the plays. That's why Bobo's no longer there, but it's just like a lot of uncertainty. He's drinking the the Kool-Aid. I saw an article this week. He's like, man, I'm excited about this up-tempo offense we're running now. It fits more my style. I love Harson in charge. So uh, he's got him. That's what Finley was saying. Yeah, of course he's going to say that because he wants, you know, he wants to be the quarterback. He's going to come out and say, no, this offense doesn't fit me. So uh, obviously he's rah, rah, feeling good about what they're going to be. Maybe showcasing what this offense may look like come 2022. Yeah. But, um, they just don't have the personnel right now. So I'm going to take the points with Texas Tech. I just think nine and a half is too much. Um, so give me nine and a half with Texas Tech. I'll lay the four and a half with Oklahoma. And then I'm on the same side as you with Michigan State laying two and a half without Kenny Pickett. I just think Pitt is in a little bit of a vulnerable spot. Lines pretty much staying the same, Aaron, for the college football playoff. Bama's a 13 and a half point favorite right now against Cincinnati and Georgia sitting steady at a seven and a half point favorite against Michigan. I'm more and more liking 13 and a half with Cincinnati. I'm just liking it. I have not picked it Are yet. You, we'll do that later on this week, but you think they can see based on what we've seen from Alabama's defense. You well, you know, without Cincinnati. John Mechie, 
that All-American DB could hopefully lock down Jamison Williams. You know, they've had four weeks to prepare for Bryce Young. You have to keep Bryce Young in the pocket. He absolutely killed Georgia when he got outside the pocket. I'm more worried about Cincinnati's offense. I think, you know, I think with their preparation— uh, Desmond. Ritter I think Alabama's successful too. By the way, yeah, I do. I did not forget that part. <laughs> uh, the total in that game is fifty-seven and a half. Yeah, and I like under that. Yeah, I, I like under that too. If anything, I'd lean towards that. And then the uh, the total in the Georgia Michigan game is forty-five and a half. So, um, you're heading down to Miami on Thursday. I would like to do a live show. A lot of people on our YouTube page have said you guys need to go live, take some questions. Uh, let's do the Q and A. Let's do it. I'll, you know, I'll, if you if you know what to do, you're the tech guy. So I you know. know how to do it. I just show up. Okay. Well, I'll get with you from a scheduling standpoint. Maybe we'll get some tweaks out at Punt and Pass at Aaron Murray Eleven at Drew Butler, and we'll ask what the best time could be. Maybe Wednesday night. Try to see what the deal is. Maybe Thursday morning. What time's your flight? You going down early? TBD. Okay. It is scheduled for Thursday morning, but I have to run it by the wife. First. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> Check with the boss. Yes, I got to get, um, get, get the stamp of approval from the wife. We'll try to make sure that we can keep it updated for our listeners because I think it'd be cool to go live before the semifinal. That would be awesome. Oh, I would love to interact, get some questions, yeah. chat it up, get some um, some some banter that we were alluding to in the dog vent from the crazy story <laughs> yeah, about Polly's. Great, that's great. We want good stories. Bring your good. Yeah, stories. yeah. I mean, bring that message board fodder to us. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll decipher. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, tell us what's going on with the Players Lounge. I see you guys are announcing that you've partnered up with some current players at Georgia. Yep. Awesome NFT project, the DGD Mafia. Follow them at the Players Lounge on Twitter and Instagram. Join the Discord. Lab McConkey, Chris Smith. Who else? Yep. It's awesome, dude. Dude, we got we got we got two guys rolling daily. We'll be announcing. So we got two more John coming tonight. John, um, yeah, we got uh, Ringo's on board. So Keith we have Ringo. eleven guys. We got eleven guys. That we're going to announcing. I think we have six more to go over the next three days. Sweet. Um, so we had some big boys. We had the big hitters. Excited. Big hitters coming in. Oh, I love it. the great thing is, you know, we got which we are. We we we've posted the NFTs of these current players and and all the all the players that we haven't signed have been hitting us up like, hey, can we get one? Oh, of course. Man. Absolutely. So yeah, we're we're gonna have a percentage of obviously the majority will go to to the eleven we signed. Yeah. But we want to be we want to give money and put money in the pockets of all the players so there will be a percentages given to everyone from the pot at the end of the day which we're excited about uh but yeah man it is rolling our discord channel is blowing up yeah social media um yeah we're excited about this project 50 percent goes back to the players pockets baby that's awesome. all the interaction we're getting we're gonna have a good time with it you know i love that i'm all about getting that dough right into the players pockets and especially with an awesome cool project like you guys are doing with the Players Lounge. It is awesome. Check them out. All right. Well, we got a great week of college football. I mean, I don't know about you, but on the work front, obviously the NFT stuff's rocking and rolling, but um, it always feels like that week between Christmas and New Year's, kind of like a lost cause. Everybody's just, you don't know what day it is. You know, you well, go sure, to the fridge like, and the cocktails like look pretty tasty around 2 p.m. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I got to work out first off. I've yeah, had me so too. much pie. The past three, like four nights, I feel like a lard at the moment. Um, but Sharon, I'm like Sharon, you working this week? She goes, "Oh, I got. I'm, I'm on my computer, but not really." Yeah, yeah. yeah on the computer. Keep checking. On the computer. on the computer. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, check us out on the computer at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. PuntandPass.com. And with New Year's Eve coming up and New Year's Day, get on over to Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Solomon Brothers, family-owned and operated since 1982. That's over 35 years. They have the largest diamond and jewelry inventory in the Southeast. The best part about Solomon Brothers is the store is for anyone with any budget, big or small. You can make your budget go further when you mention Punt and Pass or just Drew and Aaron. You get 10% off your jewelry purchase. One store in Buckhead, one store in Alpharetta, the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds, guaranteed at Solomon Brothers on Instagram and SolomonBrothers.com. Make 2022 your best year ever and surprise your significant other with an awesome piece of jewelry from Solomon Brothers. All right, Murray, um, I'll be in touch with you. We'll try to figure out how we can do a live stream on YouTube before the semifinal game. We will talk to you on Thursday. See ya. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.